Couch Chats is a series of real, open, honest and raw chats with some inspiring friends and women I have had the privilege to meet along my entrepreneurial journey, as well as some solo episodes from me. I hope this podcast can inspire you to always dream big and make it your reality. I am your host, Jess Williamson, a serial entrepreneur and business coach. And today I have my amazing client, Heather from Heather E Photography here in Perth, joining me on Couch Chats. And I'm excited to chat with her because it has been a journey over the last six months and watching her growth and pivot and change and really find her passion in elopement photography has been amazing. So I can't wait to chat with her and share the journey with you all today. So hey, Heather, thanks for joining me. Hey, Jess. Thanks so much for having me on. I'm excited to chat. So what I want to start with is tell us where you started. So we met about six plus months ago. You came to one of my workshops and then we met at another event and then you came to my Ignite the Dream event in January and we've worked together over the last few months and I'd love for you to share with everyone where you started because when we first met you were working and doing family photography on the side so tell everyone what was really like and where your journey all started. So I actually started my photography business in July 2019. So pretty much a year before I met you, well, before we started working together, because I was like a quiet follower of you. I went to a couple of your talks and I was following you on Instagram and stuff like that. So July 2019, I started my photography business. I had an idea of what I wanted to do, but the thing with photography is like there's a million ways you can really go. I thought I actually wanted to do like product photography, but I had no idea really where to start. So I was kind of just like putting myself out there, oh, I'm a photographer, that kind of thing. And the first inquiry that I got was actually for family photography. So I was just like, all right, well, I'll just do that. And so once I did one family session, it just kind of like started snowballing. So I kind of fell into family photography. You know, it was fine, but it wasn't really like, I still kind of felt, wasn't feeling that like fulfillment, I guess, from it. And I think that's the challenge with a lot of business owners is you sort of give something a go and we end up on a path that we never really consciously thought about, I guess. So you started the photography business and you ended up on this path to family photography just out of luck with that being your first client and then obviously customers coming in word of mouth. But it wasn't until much later that you really thought about what you wanted so what was that point that you thought wow I just I really love elopement photography and that's actually what I want to be doing yeah so there's two major things that happened first one of my friends who's also a photographer she was shooting her first wedding and asked me to second shoot for her and I said yeah And before then, it's funny because I actually said to myself that I wanted nothing to do with wedding photography. 
But then I went and did this wedding with her. And when I was there, it was just like, it just like clicked, like, this is what I love. Like, I just felt energized. I was like, I didn't even feel nervous, even though I was like the first time I was ever photographing a wedding of any kind. I wasn't nervous at all. I was just like having fun. So that like was what initially sparked it. And then a few months later, I ended up eloping. Me and my husband eloped in September 2020. And then my interest in wedding photography and then my amazing experience eloping just kind of like meshed together to like discover my passion amazing yeah so when you made that decision now this is always the hardest part right in a business you've got clients coming to you for family photography but you know your heart is elsewhere how did you decide to make that pivot it's just mostly like the fulfillment that I got from elopement photography was just enough to decide that's what I need to be doing because how passionate I felt I felt about it and did you have any limiting beliefs or mindset blocks around that because as we know sometimes you do have to take a step back in order to be able to catapult forward in the right direction and sometimes that can be scary and obviously it's paid off well for you but did you have any mindset blocks around taking that leap or making that change or what was going through your head at the time Oh, so many, so many limiting beliefs and mind blocks. But when I decided to do the pivot, the first one that I came across was just the feeling of like feeling like I was starting all over again from scratch. And at first it was really scary because I remember like how lost I felt when I first started. But then when I started actually like working towards that new goal which was elopement photography I just kind of like remembered oh like I'm not starting from scratch like I struggled through that first year all by myself I learned a lot so like all those learnings I had now had in my pocket from this point of starting my elopement journey and then my second biggest thing being working with you it could have easily yeah just stopped and been like oh no, it's too hard to start again. I should just like stick with what I'm doing because, you know, it's working good enough, that kind of thing. But like, I don't want good enough, right? Like I want to like get to my goal and living my dream life. So that's what really got me over that mindset block. Incredible. And that's an amazing point. I mean, we started working together around that point of that journey and just seeing where you've gone to and where you've got to in such a short time is just incredible. But it also shows that when you are passionate about something, you can make it work, right? So in your whole first year of business, you'd built up some clients, you were doing family photography, which isn't your core passion but you know you were still working in another job and you were still sort of having that juggle and I remember when you came to me you said Jess I just want to hit a goal of you know two thousand dollars a month and that seems crazy right now because I'm starting from scratch and how long did it take you to actually get there it was three months after working starting working with you three months to hit that income goal which is 
pretty incredible because like you said, you almost were starting from scratch, but now you had that extra change in mindset. You are now more passionate about what you're wanting to do. And we got to work together, which was pretty fun as well. But what would you say to anyone who is sort of sitting at that point where they're sort of thinking, I'm no longer passionate about this because look, throughout life, our passions change and we probably come to many crossroads, but people stick at it because they're like, well, this is all I know. This is what's working. Let's not break what's not broken. But what advice would you have? Because obviously it's paid off well for you. You now get to do things that you love and you recently quit your other job as well. So you now get to do this business full-time, so much is happening for you. But if you never took that leap, you would not be here right now, right? So what advice would you give to someone who's maybe feeling stuck in that position right now? Yeah, I would say working in your passion is always a good idea. There's literally no like negatives to it. One of the biggest things I say to people is like, it doesn't feel like I'm working. Before I started photography and especially getting into elopement photography, I had this thing where I couldn't work on the weekends. Like whatever job I was doing, I was just like, my non-negotiable is not working on the weekends because that was how I would like burn out. Like I didn't feel like I could have a work-life balance if I was working on the weekends. It just, it was too much. That was just my thing. But now I often work on the weekends and it's fine because I just love what I'm doing. It literally doesn't feel like work. The second thing is when you're working in your passion, you almost don't have to try to convince people that you are good at what you do because it just comes out. Like when I talk about photography and I talk about eloping and I've had people say, I can tell that you're passionate about this. Like, I can just tell that you love what you do. To me, it's really easy to talk about eloping, to talk about photography, to talk about why people need that in their life, because I truly, like, believe it, because it's, I'm so passionate about it. So, yeah. A hundred percent. That is such invaluable advice. But Now you're here and you know what you're passionate about, right? A year and a half ago or almost two years ago, when you were just starting out, you mentioned you didn't know what kind of photography. You knew you liked photography, but you didn't know what type of photography. And so what I also see a lot of people doing is they don't really give it a go because they're not quite clear and they probably hear people like your story saying, find what you're passionate about. And I feel like a lot of people get stuck in the fact that they don't actually know what they're passionate about. So I find the best way is to just give it a go. If it doesn't work out, then try something else. What would you say about that, you know, for someone who might be just starting out and maybe doesn't know what they're passionate about yet? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, try try different things. And then, yeah, don't be afraid when you do find something that, you know, sparks your interest to just go for it. Yeah, don't be afraid of success, which is one of my mind blocks as well. At the beginning, I'm like, what if I actually put myself out there as an elopement photographer and I start getting elopements? Like, that actually crossed my mind. I'm like, oh my God, like, what if I actually start getting inquiries? It seems really silly, like when you say it, but it's so true. But yeah, don't be afraid to go after it because just 
thinking about how it makes you feel, it's going to be worth it. Absolutely. And people often laugh at this fear of success, but it is almost more common than fear of failure because we're so used to, you know, when you start from nothing, you start from no success, no business, no nothing. You know, you've only worked another job, which is dictated by you show up, all you have to do is show up and you get your money. Fear of success is real because this is where we're comfortable. We're comfortable having no money. We're comfortable having no clients. We're comfortable there. And actually having success is scary. And so it actually is a real thing. And I love that you brought that up because so often people come to me as a coach and they say, Jess, I don't want the mindset. I just need the strategies. And like you've said, we worked on strategies, but a lot of your success came from mindset. Would you agree? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. You really can't go anywhere until you have that mindset. Even like my decision to start coaching with you, it pretty much took me like a year to get there. And the thing is, if I started coaching with you the year, a year before I started, it wouldn't have worked just because I didn't make the decision in my own head that I was ready for success. It's like, it's hard to explain. When I started with you, I was at the point where I was like, no, I'm ready for success. I'm ready for this to work. And yeah, and I haven't looked back. Absolutely. And that's actually the main reason why I have such a big screening process before I work with clients, because you have to fill out a massive form. And as of yesterday, I actually just added about 10 questions to that form. So people have to fill out the form and then they have, to, if they their form gets through, then they get to have a phone call with me. And I can only take on clients who are actually ready to level up. Like, what am I going to do if someone doesn't actually want to improve? Like, hello, nice to see you. Keep doing what you're doing. See you next time. <laughs> like, it's not going to be great. It's not going to be fun for me either because... I'm passionate about helping people. Imagine if you went to a photo shoot and they were like, actually, we don't need photos. You can just sit there with your camera and then go home. Like that's not going to be fun for you either. So yeah, I love that mindset around if you're not ready to have that growth and really level up and be prepared to, I mean, you might not be ready for the success that might be coming your way, but as long as you're ready to learn and be open to change, then that's all you can really do. And then the more you're open to it, the more success and the more things you actually do because you had that massive growth because you implemented. I can give you all the answers, but if you're not implementing, then you're not going to get results. It is a testament to where you were at and the fact that you were ready to work on that. Yeah, for sure. So while we're on that, what would you say to someone who maybe hasn't had coaching before? Like, why would you need a business coach? What would you say to someone? Well, I tell everybody, if we're talking about business, coaching with you always comes up and I always say, do it. It was one of the best decisions in my business for so many reasons. But the biggest things I would say is having a business coach, you're drawing from their experience their mistakes and their successes. And then the second biggest thing is the support. It's really hard when you're in a small business, not having other people who really get what you're going through. So a business coach and you, like any time I 
was struggling with something, even if it was emotional, it was so great to be able to come to you and be like, this is what I'm going through. And you never just like, oh, told me to like calm down or, you know, just like, oh, don't worry about it. You always met me with like, I totally get where you're coming from because I've been through that. And then give me those steps to help me work through it, which is huge. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Just so we could celebrate you a little bit more, what specific milestones or results have you gained over the past six months? And what would you say is like your biggest, proudest moment? Well, my biggest, proudest moment was definitely booking my very first elopement, which happened about four months after I decided I'm an elopement photographer, booked my first elopement, and then since then booked two more. So that's three elopements in five months, my first five months, which is massive. <laughs> Let's just break that down a little bit because people were probably like, oh, three, you know, that's nice. Now, elopements is a very specific type of wedding, right? It's a very small wedding. So even if you take the whole wedding market, elopements are like a tiny, tiny portion of that. Secondly, they're very like time specific as well. So like you've chosen the most specific niche possible, which is the best thing to do because now you can be the expert in that. But what I think people need to realize is that's a freaking hard job to find those people. It's such a specific thing. Plus you've only just started telling people that this is what you do. People plan weddings and elopements well in advance usually, or at least a little bit in advance. So just to get that is just incredible and now you're building up yourself as that expert in that niche so I can't wait to see all the elopements that you start doing especially in these times I think elopements are definitely a growing market so huge huge win so what else yeah so we kind of touched on it but my revenue which is obviously a huge thing I tried to do the math and within three months I increased my revenue by 500 percent and that's been steady since then so that yeah uh, month three with you hit that target and been holding on to that and surpassing it as well yeah yeah <laughs> amazing and you got to quit your job yes which was huge and like one of my biggest life goals really like I've always had the entrepreneurial spirit and I've always felt like knew I wanted to be my own boss, be self-employed. And then, yeah, now it's just finally like found my passion, did the steps, and then finally was able to take that step in being self-employed, which just feels absolutely amazing. Yay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It just honestly lights me up so much. And that's why I love doing this work to see other amazing women doing that. But even just quitting your job, it's not as easy as just saying, hey, I quit, you know, like it was a whole process. There was a lot of mindset involved. You know, you wanted to have certain safety nets and all of these things. And it's bloody scary. You don't just wake up one day and go and quit your job with no plans. So we built out a plan. We built up that. And that's so exciting because a lot of people just stay stuck in that space. So Another really cool thing about that, which I actually didn't realize until I quit, but when I started that job, I told them, because they asked me how long can they expect me to kind of stay, it was a nanny job, so it's often 
nannies, you know, they have a lifespan. They don't expect you to stay with them for 10 years. But anyway, so they asked me, like, how long do you plan on staying? And I said, well, you know, I am building a photography business and my goal is one year. So like I can safely say I'll be with you for a year. When I handed in my notice, it was almost one year on the dot. And I didn't actually realize it, that I hit that goal without even realizing it. Do you know what that is, though? That is the power of the mind. Even in my business before, I've written down goals and then I put it to the side. I literally, you know, did a bit of a goal workshop, wrote some goals down, put it to the side, forgot I even wrote those goals. So they weren't even conscious. And I found that paper three, six months later. And I'd achieved all those goals without even realizing as well. So this is actually the power of almost setting a deadline, setting clear goals, because it plants that seed in your brain. And anyone who's listened to my other podcast episodes, (laughs) I could go on all day about this, but your brain is always seeking the answer. So in your brain, even though you weren't conscious of it, your subconscious knew that you had probably a year to get it done. And it seeks these solutions. And that might've come up in changing the mindset a little bit. That could have come up in so many different ways that you weren't actually conscious that you were doing it, but sometimes your brain's got your back and it's, and it's working its way behind the scenes. So that's, that's amazing that you noticed that. Yeah, I agree hundred percent. And that is one of the biggest, most valuable things that I've learned through my coaching with you is definitely the mindset in so many different ways. Goal setting, but then also just like my confidence in making things happen. Like if I didn't have that confidence, I wouldn't be able to take the steps that are necessary. And also the opportunities that arise. For example, being on this podcast uh, a year, two years ago, I just be like, no, can't do that. But now I'm just like, why not? Uh-huh. So literally any opportunity, it's like, oh, can I do that? Oh, well, why not? And there's like really no, no reason. So yeah, one of the biggest things that you've taught me really is just like to go for it. I love that. <laughs> and that is my job as a coach is to not do the work for you, right? Because now you can take that growth, that personal growth is something no one can ever take away from you. And you can now use that to have more success in your business. If you decide to start a different business or go in a different direction down the track, you've got these skills that now you can you can do it, you know? So coaching isn't just about This is what I tell you to do and you do it. It's giving you those skills to do it yourself and continue that growth as well. So it's just been incredible watching your journey and what you've done in such a short time as well. In six months, completely changed your life, really, your life, your business. And now you're doing something that just fulfills you so much more. So is there any last tip that you would like to give anyone who maybe can relate to some of your journey or just like your biggest light bulb moment that you want to share? One big thing is having a plan, having a destination. Like it's really worth thinking about what you want. Something you said in a talk, something like, if you don't know where you're going, you may end up somewhere else. And I was like, that was the beginning of my journey. So I just think about like how much quicker I could have got 
to where I actually wanted to be if I just like sat down and actually thought about what I wanted and take the steps. So yeah, just thinking about like what you actually want and then yeah, going out and getting it. And one big thing is getting a business coach. (laughs) I had to preface it with saying like, you have to be ready to put in the work and you have to be ready for that success to come. But once you've decided that you're ready to make your dreams happen, make your goals happen, I'd honestly recommend looking for a coach. Yeah, because that just helped me like get on that path, find that path to that goal that I wanted and all the extra things like the mindset, all of it. And honestly, that is the number one thing that I say all the time is figure out where you're going. But to be honest, 99% of those, those initial calls that I have with people, no one actually knows. They're just working. They're just working and no one's ever really stops to think. So I really love that you have like a real example in your journey of why that's important. Because if you continued on that path, you would not be here after six months. You know, you'd still be probably nannying. You'd still probably be trying to do a few families here and there and not feeling as fulfilled. So hopefully everyone can take this as their reminder to stop every now and then, because what your goals were five years ago may not be your goals now. So just check in with yourself and make sure that you're on the right path, right? Even when you're driving with your GPS, every now and then you have to keep checking. You don't just check the GPS before you leave home and then you go. I mean, maybe you do if you know the way, but you stop to make sure you're still on track. And if you go off track, then you do a U-turn and you come back onto the right path. So Doing regular check-ins is really, really key. Well, thank you so much for joining me on here. It's been such a cool journey to be on with you and experience, and I can't wait to see where you continue to grow and go to. So thanks for joining me today. Amazing. Thanks so much, Jess. Thanks for listening to another episode of Couch Chats. That was such a fun episode with my client, Heather. You can find her over on Instagram at Heather E Photography, and she has links to her other accounts there. Make sure you do screenshot and share this episode. Uh, Tag me and Heather on Instagram, and I'll be sure to share the love right back. But if you are interested in working with me one-on-one for some coaching, just like Heather did, then you can apply via my website now. So you can click the link in the show notes. Otherwise head over to jessicawilliamson.com.au and I cannot wait to work with some more of you amazing women and help you to achieve your goals. So until next time, have an amazing week.